Have you ever wondered how some people seem to just stay ahead of the game and people that have been in the same company or the same career field seem to be stuck for years? Even though those people are able to perform amazing, they just seem to be stuck. Well, today we're going to give you some tips to make sure that you're not falling behind and you're staying ahead. So what's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Ramsey. And based on popular demand, we are making this episode. So a little backstory on that. I do have the official Solutions Instagram page, which is The Solutions Podcast. Or let me take that back. So I do have the official Solutions page on Instagram, which would be at the dot solution dot podcast i say that again is at the dot solutions dot podcast okay so if you're listening to this episode please feel free to go follow the page right there is where i put out a lot of information i put a lot of eh, sometimes it's pre to the show sometimes it's going to be clips of the show so if you don't want to listen to the whole thing i just break it down little clips and then sometimes I just get motivated and put additional videos, additional guidance through that page. So go follow it again. It's on Instagram, the.solutions.podcast. So on this page, I went ahead and posted a poll and the voters voted. So you guys wanted the 10 guides to success. So this is what we're going to be talking about. But I, it's going to have to be two episodes because that, that would be kind of long. So this episode is going to be the five, the first five guys to success. The first five things that I make sure that I am establishing whenever I'm in any sort of um, new work environment or even my regular work environment. This is just the stuff that I keep at the forefront of my operations. So let's start with number one. Learn to manage your boss's ego. So I'm sure everybody's heard the saying, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Well, it's also how you manage who you know. Now, let me explain. Nobody likes a clash of egos. You know what I mean? I imagine if you're trying to do something and you are an expert at it. And then this little nobody out of nowhere just comes and is like, hey, you know, you could do this better if you do X, Y, and Z, right? And... There's a little egotistic, um, how can I say, a little bit of like attitude behind it. Like they're trying to flex on you. You know what I mean? You would not like that. So trust me when I say your supervisor definitely will not like that. So you got to learn how to manage it. So it's not about sucking up. It is more about mastering the art of diplomacy. Diplomacy is, sorry, English is my second language. But it's about mastering that art. So you got to take notes and you got to make sure that you listen actively and you watch this individual. What makes them shine? What makes him or her feel better about themselves? What is one thing that they like to boast about, right? I put it on my page and I'll put it on here. It's like your job is not to suck up, but it's to make them feel better than they feel even when they're with their spouse, 
okay? Like being around you should give them a sense of worth. Being around you should make them happy. And when you're, you know how to manage their ego when every single time they are doing something that they feel they're good at and you, how can I say, solidify that thought. When it comes to a promotion, when it comes to a hard duty position, when it comes to a task where they're at the board or they're sitting at the table, they're going to remember your name. They're going to think about you because you bring them joy. The closer you are to them, the more joy they're going to feel. And they don't even know that you're playing them. I think uh, there's a movie called Get Him to the Greek and P. Diddy called it Mindfuck. And a lot of people think it's a joke. But if you go on YouTube and look at that scene, uh, it's called Get Him to the Greek, P. Diddy, Mindfucking. And it's a good explanation on how you can manage a supervisor or monitor or or manage your boss's ego. It's it's pretty cool. It's it's a I I said in, uh, in another episode and I'll say it on this one is like I like to learn from every single thing that I'm exposed to. But yeah, YouTube get them to the Greek P Diddy mind fucking. You have a little bit of a taste of what I'm talking about managing your boss's ego. Again, you're not kissing butt. You're not telling them lies. You're just making sure that they feel good whenever you're around and whenever they're dealing with you. Nobody wants to have that employee or that subordinate that is just a butt, like that is just someone difficult to deal with. Nobody wants to do that, right? So make sure that they feel good every single time they're surrounded by you. Let me get into a little way that I was able to do this in one of my previous jobs. So I noticed that my boss was upset because there was a lot of money being wasted when it came to traveling, but he did not want to be the bad guy and take funding and take funding from people because one, there's rules, there's policies, there's regulations, people complain and he's not trying to be on the other side of a complaint. So I know or I knew that policy and that regulation very well. So I decided to take it upon myself to write up a way that we're still saving a ton of money and every time that they're asking for something, it is being justified. And it's got to be justified not just by them, but their immediate supervisor. And their immediate supervisor then has to talk to the boss boss and see why that expense was justified. Now, some of y'all might believe that I was a butthole for that. But this policy made my boss really happy. And he signed off on it. So it was his signature at the end. And he felt good that he was able to create a product without being the bad guy. And it was all based on doctrine that was already put in place. I just put it in a way that it overall benefited the organization. But of course, I sold it to him like it was his idea. Because either way, he had to sign it. That is a That is an example of how you can work this first guide I ensured that I listened to his complaints and some of the stuff that he was trying to fix and he just couldn't find a solution and of course ask the name this is the solution no excuses podcast right so I just started getting my little hamster wheel spinning 
and was able to take care of that task for him. And that alone saved the organization a lot of money. It put everything on a step-by-step basis, but also wrote it in a way that it benefited the traveler as well to make sure that they're also getting every single penny that they are entitled to. So I word it in a way that it benefited everybody, but in a way that also saved the organization money, but it was his signature on it. And that got pushed out to multiple companies and he was able to take the credit for it. And guess what? He never forgot me. And let's just say I got a little further in my career thanks to that situation. So that's an example. Now let's move on to guide number two. Keep your cards close to your chest. Have a little mystery to you. Have you ever noticed that the most intriguing people are the most successful? Don't put all your secrets and all your plans out there. Keep your cards close to your chest. Maintain control and create that illusion of mystery and keep people guessing. So when you're not putting this information out there, they'll always wonder, wait, how did you just make that happen? That's because they don't know what you were doing in the background. Realistically, most people don't really care what you're doing in the background because everybody likes a champion. Not many people like their story or not not many people want to be part of their story. I've had that experience my whole life. But on, on the topic of this, right, I, I actually just came back from a school and... Well, whenever I go and meet different people, I always stay quiet. I speak when I need to, and that is it. So while people are sharing their personal lives, their wives, their kids, their fears, their joys, all that stuff, I'm just keeping it professional and I'm keeping it serious and everything. But I do understand the material that's being taught. Now, just because I'm not speaking does not mean that I'm not listening. I am listening to every single person that's speaking. I'm also listening to instruction very, very carefully. But this created a illusion of mystery of me. And there's nothing too mysterious about me. I, I will talk with the right person or for the right reasons. But this ability to just kind of keep quiet was able to get a lot of people to like me real quick just because they wanted to know about me, even though I didn't share a lot. I did do a little trick, though. I did put out a false truth about me just so I could see who I can actually trust, which was kind of weird. It was kind of funny, though. So I what did I say? I think I, I said something along the lines that I I crossed over the border illegally and I told them I'm a scratch back, not a wet back because I went underneath the border, not through the river. Right. So, you know, I got, got a little bit of a laugh. Of course, it's a joke. But I I just told that to one person and I wanted to see how far it would go. And sure enough, before I knew it, somebody said something then somebody else said something and somebody else said something. And then eventually it it got back to me by one of the other classmates saying, hey, um, how are you here and how do you have a clearance if you don't have papers? And I'm like, what would make you say that? Oh, well, uh. And that's how I knew that person that I told that information to could not be trusted. But keep it a show. Do not make your career your life. Your work is just work. You know, I I used to, I, and I, I used to tell my partner all the time when I was getting out the door 
she was giving me her goodbyes. I would put my hat on and literally be like, it's showtime. And that's it. Go out there, put on a show, be entertaining, keep mystery, keep people guessing. And trust me, that will get you to the next level because people just want to know more. And if they give you more, they feel they're going to get more. And you just give them enough to keep giving you more. You know what I mean? Maybe it sounds deceptive. I say it sounds successful. All right. So moving on to guide number three is practice strategic silence. Silence is not always silent. Silence isn't always empty. It can be full of answers, especially your nonverbal cues. In a world where people cannot stop talking, strategic silence is golden. Whether you pause before responding or just choose not to engage in petty workplace politics, silence can speak volumes. Sometimes the most powerful thing you can say is nothing at all. Practice it. Practice it. As you are aware, like I mentioned in my last story, that silence is what got me a lot of attention. But every single time I spoke, it was intriguing to all because I didn't say much. And early on in my career, I'm not going to lie, a good friend of mine, shout out to Mr. Italo Granados, he actually pointed it out to me. He's like, hey, bro, like, and he, he, he was a subordinate to me at the time, but he actually pointed it out to me and he said like, hey, bro, like, you should really, uh, and, and that's because he was reading the 48 Laws of Power. So in a very good book, I'm not, I'm not going to say that I don't take that with me. I actually talk to people about it and I'm like, hey, this is the Bible, man. The 48 Laws of Power, very good book by Robert Greene. Check it out. At least check out a summary. YouTube is like the dad you never had. Like that thing has everything. So check, check that out. But back on subject, right? He actually, um, I think the law for him was always say less than necessary. And um, had that habit of I wanted to get my point out there all the time. I wanted to be heard all the time. It was a very bad habit because when you have too much of something, you're not going to value it no more. The second that I... Figured that out. And again, I appreciate this guy for telling me this because that kind of led me on a path of stoicism. And that led me on a path of thinking before speaking. A lot of people just do not do that. They don't. Be an outlier. Again, everybody wants to talk. Everybody wants to be heard. But sometimes if you just stay chill, listen to everybody so you can gauge the energy of the room, that's going to put you above the rest. Trust me. Trust me when I say that. That is one of the most important things that I've changed in my career. And that's when when I began to change that, I saw a lot more success. Because I was no longer speaking from a place of ignorance and emotion. I was just speaking from a place of facts. I was speaking from intaking all the information that was out there. And a lot of people would like to try to get me to talk before I was ready. And I will say, hey, I don't have enough information on this topic. But when I do, I will say my piece. And that everybody was like, oh, because they realized they probably spoke out of turn. They realized they spoke without thinking, without having some knowledge. And they probably said some ignorant shit. And the reason why I know this is because I've been there and I've done that. So practice is strategic silence. Now, you don't want to be too quiet because... You know how it is, right? The squeaky wheel gets the grease. Don't be too quiet. Just make sure that when you speak, you're not wasting your breath. You're speaking to get a point across. And that's going to help you out in the long run. 
trust me, this one is the one that saved my career. And I thank that guy for pointing it out to me because I was a very, very, I was a very intense person. Sometimes I still am. And he had the balls to do that. And that helped me tremendously to get to higher accolades where I can make a lot better changes, a lot more changes for the organization and continue to improve the world and go into my own personal mission, which again, I'm not going to violate my own rules. You don't got to know about it. You just got to stay tuned. Thank you. All right, everybody, hang in with me. We're up to number four out of five. Again, this was supposed to be 10. That's why I said I'm going to break it down into two different episodes because it can get long. But bear with me and while you're bearing with me, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the channel. I promise that it will be a life-changing experience. At least I hope so. Okay? Again, on Instagram, at the.solutions.podcast. On threads, I believe it's the same thing. I put some words of wisdom from time to time. And um, yeah, interviews coming soon. So if you're listening to this and you feel you got something to bring to the table, you want to interview, let me know, reach out to me, and we will make sure that it happens. All right. Second to last, guide number four. Master the art of strategic alliances. All right, let's talk allies. So we have moved from a solo dolo world to an intrapersonal world, okay? So we have moved from a solo dolo world into an intrapersonal world. That means that this is no longer a solo expedition. It's a caravan. Strategic alliances are not just for networking, but they're partnerships that help bring mutual growth and open doors you did not even know existed. By mutual growth is, as I've mentioned before, I don't hang around with losers and those people that complain all day. Like, if you're around my life, you're going to help me be better because I know for damn sure I'm going to make sure that you're better. I'm going to keep you accountable for your mistakes and I'm going to teach you when you need to be taught. And I'm going to guide you when you need to be guided as I expect the same from you. Okay. Those alliances, that circle that you keep is the most important thing that you can do. I've mentioned it before and I'll mention it again. Like when it comes to alliances, the most important part is who you have at home, right? You invest in yourself, you invest in your spouse because that person is going to be a direct reflection of you, right? Because if you cannot get it, get it together at home, you're not going to get it together everywhere else, right? But that person's got to be a hell of a fucking teammate in order for you to be successful. And then from then you build your circle outside of that or when it comes to work. But the reason why I bring up the home is because if that person is not on board, you guys ain't going to get nowhere. You're not going to get anywhere. If you're into an, what I like to call entanglement, and you're just clashing with that person or they don't see your vision or you don't see their vision, it's going to be a mess. That's why it's very important to make sure that you have those alliances tight. And make sure that they bring something to the table. Make sure you bring something to their table. Don't just be a lone wolf. Be a wolf that can lead the pack through strategic alliances. You can quote me. And last but certainly not least, guide number five. 
protect your personal brand at all costs. Guard your brand like it's the crown jewels, like it's Fort Knox. Fort Knox. Fort Knox. Yep. Your reputation is your currency. Everything that tarnishes your personal brand could cost you opportunities, respect, and even financial growth. Do not let the small mistakes and indiscretions ruin everything that you have worked so hard to build. Your brand is your legacy. Protect it and protect it fiercely. One of my, I would like to say he's one of my, he's my good friends. If not, he's definitely a good alliance. His name is Devin Ortiz. This guy, when I say he's the king of that, I mean, he is the king of that. He was an old uh, military friend of mine, but he he saw the investment on himself. He saw he could make more money outside the military, so he took a risk on himself. He got out, and I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I'm sure he he's he's close to a million. Maybe he's made more. He's doing fairly well for himself, it, 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 and it takes a lot because uh, a lot of people stay in the military for the long term, for the security, for the benefits, and all the stuff that it can provide. It, it does have a lot of good benefits. I'm not going to to deny that. So he took a risk on himself and won. But one thing that I really loved about the way that he carries himself is one, he carries himself like a professional. He does not put anything out there that makes him look like an idiot. Two is any person that he works with. If they make the smallest of mistakes, he makes sure to fix it and overcorrect because that person is a reflection of him. And if that person's going out doing wild shit, like it's making him look irresponsible because he's the one that provided his name behind him. And that happened recently with one of his workers. I'm not going to get too much into details of what happened, but uh, there was a worker that was working with a colleague of mine, one of his workers. He was trying to help out one of my people in a real estate deal. And this guy would like drink a lot and talk a lot and act like a fucking weirdo. And I brought it up to his attention. And he's actually, he caught that before I even brought it up to his attention. And he fired that fool on the spot. You know, he, he gave him a little going away gift, but he's like, hey man, you're done. And he made sure to know he was not to let people know that he was not working with that individual because of that. That's very important. That's a very important thing that people do not understand that things like that cannot happen. I mean, things like that cannot happen. And I respect him for that. But that's very important because he knows that that one individual, if he makes him look bad, that can tarnish everything that he's worked for because he's the one that took the risk on himself. And he's the one that's providing everything for that individual to be successful. He's putting his name behind him. So your reputation is something that you need to guard with your life. It's something that you you cannot let go downhill because especially when you're going up, when you're going up, haters just want to see you come back down. That's all they want to do. They want to see you come back down. They don't even want what you got. They just don't want you to have it. I will say that again. They don't even want what you got. They just don't want you to have it. Those are fucking haters. Those are leeches. And they will look and look and seek things that they can find on you to discredit your accolades. Guide number five is extremely important. Your brand, your reputation, your name needs to be 
at a high standard and needs to be protected at all costs. That is guide number five. That is the first five guides to success that I got to offer. Again, I promise you guys 10. I promise you all 10 and I will give you 10. I just got to do it in different episodes because I don't want to keep you guys too long. And tune in for the next one for sure. I do want to say like, hey, just to summarize a little bit, right? So guide number one, manage your boss's ego. Guide number two, keep your cards close. Guide number three, practice strategic silence. And I really went into debt on that one on how that actually turned my life around. Guide number four, master alliances. And guide number five, again, I, 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 I don't know. They all go hand in hand with which one's more important, but you need to guard that brand. You need to take these guys seriously. I guarantee you this will help you on your path to success. Now that we're wrapping up, if you found any value on everything or anything that I said, please do me a favor, subscribe to the channel, leave a review and spread the knowledge Spread this to other people. Give other people the information. See if if they they mess with it or not. Some might say, nah, man, this, this guy's weird. You know, but please, if you can, at a minimum, share. It doesn't cost you anything to do a share. You know what I mean? It does not cost much, right? But thank you for being an awesome listener. And I'll catch you on the next episode of The Solutions Podcast. And we are out.